Welcome to another edition of Top Rank Unboxed. I'm Ricky and I'm joined here by my co-host Jalen. And we got one of the pound for pound greats with us right here at the Top Rank HQ. We're super excited to have Shakur Stevenson with us. He's 19-0, got nine knockouts, and he's a former junior lightweight unified champ. So Shakur, how's camp going? You're fighting soon. Camp going great. Um, I feel sharp. I feel ready to perform. Um, I'm ready to show out in my hometown. I want to put on a, um, a way better performance than I did my last fight. Yeah. How did you feel like that last fight went? I I liked the first six rounds, but I think um, as far as like cutting weight, I kind of uh, went down a little bit, but um, it was a solid performance. Um, Robson is not as bad as um, people make him seem. I just made him look that way. Bro, last time I was there in Newark when you fought Robson, it's crazy turn. Yeah, whole for sure. city came out. How for excited sure. are you to go back and do it all over again? I'm trying to have more people than I had the last, last fight. I feel like um, my city loved me and they gonna come out to support me regardless. And um, I just want to get on the show that they come to see and I want to put on the performance that they uh, expect. So um, I'm definitely grinding super hard. I'm working as hard as I ever been. And um, they gonna get a, a real treat. Yeah. They brave. They they love you over there, bro. Like when we went uh to New York for the HBCU event with Michael B, bro. Like just talking to like security people and like people who run the food stands. Like who are you here? I'm like I'm here with Shakur. Like yeah, Shakur, Shakur. Like you're a hometown hero over there, bro. It's for crazy. Sure. It's for wild. Sure. And like on your trunks, you always have Newark right on there or on your Twitter bio. It's Newark made. Yeah. What does that mean to you when you say Newark made? I mean, it means everything to me. Um, I'm putting the city on my back when I go out there and fight every time I... Um, the city been on my back since I was a kid. When I fought in the Olympics, I was thinking about Newark. When I'm... Anywhere that I go, I'm thinking about the the younger generation that's coming up behind me, the kids in Newark, and just trying to uh, lead by example and show them the right way that they could do more than what's put in front of them. Mm -hmm. How would you describe Newark? It's gonna be my first time there for your fight. So yeah. what are what are the recommendations? Where should I go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I describe it as rough. Mm -hmm. And I would say don't, you know, don't go nowhere by yourself or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Just, you know, make sure you're with somebody and um Ricky, you gotta be with me the whole time. Yeah, yeah, no. Keep I, your eyes open. Yeah. I mean, no, mm -hmm. we went there. It was it was a good time though, man. Like it um I was very uh, blown away by the atmosphere. Like it yeah. felt, it felt like you was fighting for like an undisputed title. Like how uh, fucking crazy it was. How would you say uh, New York shaped you? How how would I say what? How would you say Newark shaped you as a person, as a young shaped man? me? I think it made me into the person that I am today. Mm -hmm. um, I think that I was raised in an environment where I only got the sort of like the bad things. Like I only got the sort of the stuff that um that put me in jail and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't get to um, see nobody like myself come back to the city of Newark and um, show me the right way or show me that there's a way that I could go make a, bo a boatload of money and become somebody bigger than um, what I was. So um, I just feel as though I'm glad that I, I, I was put in that situation that I was in because now it's like, it feels so much better to see that I beat the odds and I turned the cycle around yeah. so far and I got to keep doing 
rabendo. Mm-hmm. Did you have like a role model growing up or someone that you saw that I was like, I want to model my life after that person? Nah, I didn't have no role mm-hmm. models. Um, I had like boxers that I looked up to. Mm-hmm. I, I saw like the Andre Wars and the um, Floyd Mayweathers, but um, as far no as like a role, life? nobody, mm-hmm. uh, nah. I mean, my father, but mm-hmm. it's like a different type of, my father, he ain't had like, he just was the type of person he wanted to provide for me. So he had to do certain things to yeah, make sure, you know. But other than that, I never really had nobody to come do what I'm trying to do with the kids. Like yeah. I, I like to buy tickets for the kids and mm-hmm. um, have a bunch of kids come watch me fight just just so they could see a different route and see something else um, in front of them that they could try to take that route, whether it's basketball, football, um, anything. The, the kids, like... Every time we go back to Newark, there's always an event. And you you had all the kids come to the fight, the press conference. Talk about what that means to you of connecting with the kids and showing them, you know, there's bigger and better out there. I mean, it means everything to me. I think, like I just said, like I, I didn't have nobody to come do that for me. So, like, that's my main purpose. Like, my purpose is to make sure all of them young kids that that's sees the wrong things in front of them every single day, I try to show them the right thing. I try to show them that another route where, you know, like I said, they can go make a bunch of money with doing something that they love and a talent that they love or whatever they good at. All they got to do is apply hard work and um, they going to get it done. So I try to be in front of their face and I, I would take every picture that I can with all the kids. I would sign every autograph just because it means so much to me to show them the way. And then you grew up with like a lot of siblings, right? Like you got. Yeah. I'm the oldest and nine. That's oldest so insane. Yeah, I'm the that is crazy. Nine. Can you describe? Try to describe that because I can't even imagine. Yeah. What in the hell? <laughs> I mean, I think that's another like reason why I am who I am today. Yeah. Like being the oldest of nine, you got to understand I'm in a competitive household. Yeah. So it's like I was a boxer, being that I'm the boxer of the family. Whenever I used to come home. And I lose, <laughs> I got to hear it from all my little brothers. Like, say I make them mad. They're going to throw it in my face that, oh, well, such and such beat you. Like, I remember, uh, i give you a name. Joseph Adorno beat me when I was yep. a kid. When um, I probably was like 10 years old, I want to say. I swear, every time I got in an argument with my little brother. They use it as ammo? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, you ain't do that to Joseph Adorno. I'm like, man, <laughs> come on. But honestly, like, that right there was something that made me every time I come on, I won everything. Like, I made sure I won every tournament, every fight I went to because I didn't want to come home and, and hear that. Hear my little brothers talk smack to me, so. Yeah, you're mad competitive, bro. Like, I see you in the gym. You guys play ping pong. Uh, and y'all play basketball sometimes. Like, you just like, yo, run it back, run it back, run for it back. For sure, for and sure. That all comes from, you know, being, you know, having the big household with all the siblings, right? That comes from that and my family. Like, my grandfather, who's my coach, how competitive he is mm. is just he just as competitive as me. So it's like <laughs> I used to spend so much time with him every day where every day is like a competition every <laughs> single day. So now I'm at the point where it's like I accepted it. Like I'm I enjoy the competition and um I hate losing. Like yeah. losing is the worst thing in the world to me. So I try to do everything in my power to make sure that I don't lose. Mm. Speaking of, of games, right? Let's talk about those epic card games. 
Spades. Yeah, we playing with everybody, and then uh, your your grandfather, everybody with Bud. I be seeing. Talk about those. How intense those games get. I know it, it's Spades. You know it gets real intense. I think that's <laughs> like it's a very competitive game, but um, I'm I'm usually the winner. So at the end of the day, <laughs> I win a lot of Spades games. Like, you know, you can ask Bud, anybody. Um, we win, so um, but it definitely uh, it's fun. You know, it's something to do while you're in training camp and uh. Get rid of the time, yeah. you know, waiting until fight time come. Yeah. yeah. Do you play chess? Nah, I, I don't really? play chess, but I seen Bud playing it. Only reason you why gotta I, start. And only reason why I can't play chess is because my patience is like short. Like I can't sit down there play chess for how long them no, games you could. be you like. You could. You could. Nah, it's, it's like bo- it's like boxing. It's mental boxing. It's just moves. It's little moves. Yeah. And then yeah. steps ahead. I feel like that would actually really help. Keep your mind sharp. It yeah. probably would though. Yeah. I, I hear that. I hear um, chess is like a real thinking game. Yeah. And that's I'm a real thinker, so I'd probably be good at it. You probably would. Yeah. yeah. Do you play Connect Four? Yeah, I'm great. <laughs> All right. If we had Connect Four right now, I'd beat you. I'm trying to get us like one of those huge Connect, you know, yeah. the big ones. Yeah. But we, we play right here, right now. Oh, <laughs> shit. We should have Does anyone have Connect Four? No. <laughs> okay. Oh, we should have had that. We should have had that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what you play? You play any video games? Yeah, I I don't play as much. Um, I used to play a lot of video games. I used to play 2K, Call of Duty. I was okay at Madden, but the other oh, stuff okay. I was really oh. good at. What else, what else you do during camp? Like to kill the time besides cards? Anything else? Nah, we just sit, play cards, um, watch boxing, watch fights. Um, nah, that's really what we do. Yeah. Um, talk talk a bunch of shit. Yeah. Other than that, yeah. Other than that, we just, you know, enjoy the training camp and enjoy the process. Yeah. What are your go to fights that you like to rewatch? I like to watch Floyd when he fought Atura Gotti. Yo. Oh, no. <laughs> My favorite. I don't Every like time. That one. When you want to watch a great A ass whooping, that's, that's, the same. that's yeah. not fair. Gotti was way past his prime. Oh, stop. That's, stop. that's really sad. This conversation. He was the champ. But he was way past his prime. He anyway. was the champ. Even if he was like, in his prime. And it's Floyd. It's Floyd who's going to put a beating on anybody. Yeah, you know? So that's not prom. even a ballot. I don't like that. Oh, here we go. Let's go with another one. Another fight. Any what other <laughs> fight did you enjoy watching? I enjoy watching uh, Ray Leonard versus Duran, too. Oh. Oh, no mas? Yeah, I, I enjoy that just because the frustration. Like yeah. the frustration on Duran. Um, it looked like he couldn't hit him, man. He was getting so frustrated, he just quit. How often do you think about, yo, I want to do that to somebody? I want to make a motherfucker quit. Oh yeah, I got, I got, I got somebody in mind. I want to do that too, but <laughs> <laughs> nah, we gonna, uh, we gonna wait on that, sit on that. But um, I definitely want to do that in the fight. Yeah, make somebody quit mentally because that was like a mental breakdown where it's like it wasn't even the punches that made him quit. It was more so the frustration that he couldn't lay a glove on Sugar Ray Leonard. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's gotta feel so frustrating. Have you ever done that? No. <laughs> No, he used to fight. I, yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't. I was a decent amateur. But no, I never went to that situation. Um, yeah. That that was done to Rigo, right? When what fight was that? Rigo fought Loma, and then they did, they he, claimed it was uh, he hurt his hand. Oh, never. Uh, he, he wasn't yeah, touching. Yeah, you remember yeah. that fight? Were you yeah. on that undercard? I was. I think I was on that card. It was December of twenty seventeen. I sparred with Limachenko for that camp, though, for sure. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, I was on that card. I fought that. Yeah, I was. You want to know what's really oh, funny? I, I sparred Rigo for that. For the camp. <laughs> I got my ass kicked. And I was because I was living in South Florida at the time. And I was still in college, and um, he was training at my gym. Yeah. And I was I was begging to get. I was like, "Yo, I want some rounds, bro. I had to drop a couple pounds, and I got it." But yeah, he whooped my ass. But to see how Loma like 
fucked him up or just made him look stupid. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. I thought he quit. Like, I actually I thought, thought he quit. had quit, but I, I didn't. Quit. I forgot that it was a hand thing. Yeah, me and Lomachenko had a lot of good rounds that came too. I like, heard. I we saw went, like 12 rounds Dang. straight and killed. So. You, you saw Loma recently. How was yeah, that? Yeah, I seen him. Uh, look small. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. why I really was thinking. Like, he's tiny for 135. I just moved up and I felt way bigger than Lomachenko. Yeah. He's like a natural featherweight. I think he should go back down. I think that he'll be a lot better at um, 130. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, speaking of 135, it's your debut at 35 against uh, Yoshino. How you feeling about it? I feel great. I, I think this is going to be a um, spectacular uh, show. I think that I'm going to go in there and put on a great performance and have the whole world um, eyes open. Um. Yeah. And speaking of the world, right? You're super popular in boxing now, but you're now you're starting to become like in the entertainment area, right? Like you're seeing with Michael B. You've been seeing with Drake. Talk about that moment when you realized you were actually a celebrity. The moment I realized it, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I think for a long time, I've been, I felt like a, like a big deal. Like far as once I came back from the Olympics. Like when I came back and they had a parade, um, what DJ Envy was there, Tank was singing. I I felt like a you know a big deal then, but um, as now like I don't even look at it in in that type of way. Like I realized like we are human at the end of the day. Like I don't even see myself as no super big deal. Um, when I was younger, I kind of looked at it that way, but now it's like I mean Drake bleed the same way I bleed and mm. yep. he's the same human that I am. So I look at it in that type of aspect. So um, that's why I am the way that I am. I'm humble and I gonna remain that way. Um, no matter how much money or cars, or how much fame I get, I'm gonna remain the same Shakur that I am right now. That's real, that's real. Do you feel like you're pretty private as a person? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely mm. private, but um, you know, situations be happening where it's like, <laughs> The world is, you know, form their own opinion about yeah. me and they don't really get to know the the person that I am. Does that bother you or do you not care? You're like, if they don't really know, it doesn't matter. I don't know them. I mean, it don't bother me no more because I realize that the world thrives off of negativity. Mm. I feel like anything negative is like a super big deal. Um, anything negative happened or somebody, something negative happened in my life it will be a thousand people on my phone. Yeah. But if I got a fight, after my fight, you don't, it'll be a thousand people, but they not really reaching out how they reaching out about the negativity. Like mm. when this negativity is so much bigger. That's interesting. Yeah. I just feel as though the world thrives off negativity. It do. Yeah. I mean, negativity sells. Just look at, look at media. Like they always glorify the crazy shit. Like yeah. mad shit. That's yeah. how, how they make money. You know yeah. What I mean? I look at it like this. I feel like right now we're doing the interview. If I say something super negative and it becomes the, t the headline or the title, you'll have a million thousand people want to mm -hmm. watch the interview. Mm -hmm. yeah. But if I have a regular, you know, just me, Shakur, have a humble opinion and just, you know, being myself and don't do nothing out of the ordinary, mm -hmm. or you're going to have so, so many people that really want to tune in, but You'll have a thousand people on my phone if I say one bad thing that the world wanna turn into. Mm -hmm. Man, mm -hmm. what does that say about our world? That's sad. 
But yeah. that's true. Maybe it's, it's, it's real life. Society. Yeah. It's just it's the sad reality of it. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, you know, you have a fiance. Yeah. Uh, she's a rapper. Yes. Um, how has it been? I know, like you said, at the end of the day, we're all just human, right? Yeah. But your, your fiance is also a person of interest. How uh, do you guys kind of like stay grounded in your relationship being two notable people? I think that the, like the way we met was when I met her, I was thinking she was going to be like a stuck up, bougie type, <laughs> feel like she had a, you know, she had what? A million followers on Instagram, so it's like you'll think like that's that's how somebody would think of themselves. But um, the way I met her was like she was humble, like she reminded me of like myself as far as like the mentality. So um, even now, like with her is like she's she's remind me of myself as far as like just being this humble and 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 don't think of themselves too highly above everybody else. So um, I think that's the way that like we we stay grounded. Like we stay grounded because we know that, um, like I just said, everybody bleeds the same and everybody is human. So yeah. um, same way I take a shit, same way the next person will take a shit. So uh, at the end of the day, we all human beings. And you guys have a daughter. Yeah, for How's sure. How's that? Congratulations <laughs> on that, by the way. Yeah, She's I beautiful, think- man. Ooh, I don't know. I'm I'm scared right now. I'm having oh, a scared process. That's fair. That's a yeah, huge well, yeah, thing. You're gonna be a dad for the rest of your life. Yeah, you know, like for the rest of your life. That's crazy. I think that's very scary. Like I think um that's what I I at first I wanted a boy, but I wanted a boy because I don't think boys is as scary as having a girl. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking the same way, bro. Like if I have a child, I pray. I pray. You don't want a girl? Uh it's I'm not gonna be mad, man, but I prefer a boy. Just you know, that's fair. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you gotta realize they get older. Then you gotta worry about the other stuff, and you gotta worry about that with the guys too, though. Like when you have a son. Nah, no, not really. Okay, so you are gonna be protective, champ? With, with your well, girl? my when daughter, she, when she gets when she gets teenage, and I uh, yeah, for, for sure. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'm whenever she meets somebody, I'm gonna be right at the door with my gun. <laughs> Right at the door. What's up? What's up, bro? You seen you seen Bad Boys? With, uh, yeah, with yeah, Warren that's gonna be me. Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's who's more protective, you or Lyric? Me. Yeah, for sure. But she's a girl, so that's understandable. But yeah. she's she's protective as a mom. Like, but far as like when she get older, I know I for sure it's gonna be me. Like, that's good. Your daughter's in good hands. Uh, How did you and Lyric meet? Uh, we met through um, J Prince's son, Baby J. Mm-hmm. Um, ba- Baby J was working with Lyric, and I had seen her in a picture with him, and I had reached out to him like, "Yo, who that?" And we just went from there. And, that was um, nice. Once we met, it was just set it off. Yeah, it just went. Aww. That's good. Everything man. went how it was supposed to go. Yeah. Uh, how would you say fatherhood has impacted your boxing career? I think fatherhood has changed me in so many different ways already. Like, I feel like I'm not the same person that I was two years ago. I'm not the same fighter that I was two years ago. I feel like my focus has up to a whole different level. Like, like far as when I was fighting Valdez and Jamel, like, I feel like I was focused. But I feel like right now it's like, on a whole different level. Like even after the fight, the first thing I'll probably be doing is going to the gym. Mm-hmm. 
doing some after my last fight, the first thing I was doing was going to the gym. So it's like I'm I became so much more of a gym rat. I remind myself how I was as like a twelve year old kid. Mm-hmm. Like when I was 12, 13, 14, I was in the gym every day, all day. Like I'm in the gym all day. So now I feel like the same way. Like I'm I think I'm back in love with the um sport. I think that I fell out of love for a little bit and mm-hmm. I think now that I'm fully back. What would you say why would you say that? Why you kind of fell out of it? I think this the sport get lame. I feel like it's a lot of lame stuff in the sport. Um I agree. A lot of bias, a <laughs> lot of like it ain't real. Like it's not real. Like I don't feel like people look at it from a real standpoint. Um if you look at the pound for pound list, it be certain fighters that they just throw up there or they put ahead of somebody else. Like I don't think it's a a lot of real stuff going on. Like I don't see it as um I don't know. It just made me just want to like get away from me. Like I ain't I don't care too much about this. But now I just feel as though I don't even look at it that way. I'm looking at a business now. Like it's a business. Let me handle business. Um, I love boxing. Like I love the actual part of going to spar, train, like boxing, getting in the ring and fighting. I love that. But as far as like the the sport is, it, it get a little lame. Yeah, of course, yeah man. Played like, out. We were talking about the pound for pound business. We were just like, like literally yeah. right before you came to pound for pound list. Like this, we looked at rings, we looked at ESPNs and Sports Illustrated. It's all different it's criteria. Some bullshit. There's yeah. a lot of bullshit. I'm like, all right, like what's your criteria? Like, is it yeah. activity? Is it? It's opinionated. Yeah, it's all opinionated. That's why yeah. it's a pointless conversation sometimes. Yeah, because it's just like everyone's gonna have a different opinion. Yeah, no matter who got belts, who got wins, like people gonna pick what they want to pick and put on there. Yeah. yeah, I just feel as though when I look at the pound for pound, I think like the person who's like been dominating for years. Yep. And that's how I look at it. But I think that it's a lot of fighters that they just look past and act like it's not there. Like I think, um, what's the smaller Charlo? Mm-hmm, he don't never get never. no never. pound for pound nothing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel as though the work that he been putting in for years on. Um, he, I think he deserves it too. He cleaned so. out fifty four, bro, yeah. and like he's and if he's on some people's list, he's at like nine or ten. I don't, I don't even see him at all. Like I never hit him. Never mention Charlo. So um, I just look at it as it's a lame sport. I think that <laughs> people be biased. Everybody got their favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day, Teddy Atlas used to put Lemachenko over Andre Ward and Terrence Crawford. Mm-hmm. But now he would look silly because it's like, come on now, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over them two dudes, like, how could you do that? So, yeah. uh, Speaking of Crawford, that's big, bro. For sure. Um, you know, he's pretty much been your OG since you came to the into this program, right? Like, you guys, did you guys know each other as amateurs? I knew him when I was an amateur. Like, I could tell you when I, I think I met him, um, I was at a ringside tournament. But I knew him already because I seen him on TV fighting. But... I had walked up to him like, yo, I'll beat you up. Like, <laughs> I'm talking mad smack to him. But um, I actually, he was end up being like real cool. And then uh, I told him, come watch me fight. Come watch me fight the next day. And I whooped somebody. And then um, after that, I know he was in Colorado Springs. So um, we just built a relationship. Like yeah. um, when I was amateur and he was pro. So um, I knew him for a very long time. And that's like my big brother, I think. He one of the realest dudes in boxing, but people don't even get to see that or know that side of him because of 
he don't he don't show it or he don't like allow them to yeah. inside of his world he keep his world private so but I will tell you like he one of the realest that I done met in the boxing game yeah. so Bud is like your big bro right talk yeah. about you kind of being the big bro for like guys like Jared and Keyshawn now and not even just them even the other young amateurs that you got in your camp yeah like with Keyshawn and Jared like it's different though, cause like we're closer in age. So like with Keyshawn, I want to say specifically, Keyshawn been with me for so long. Like me and him been around each other for years. Like Since Virginia, right? Yeah, you, we damn near lived lived together. Like mm -hmm. it was like times where it's like Keyshawn was at the crib with us for weeks straight, and we'll go to gyms and spar other people. We'll go to the gym spar each other. So it's like now. Um, just watching him become his like his own person and doing his own thing, like it's amazing to see. And um, I respect it. I think that Keyshawn is a special talent. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. I think that um, if he stay focused, how he is right now, I think that he's gonna be uh, one of the greatest boxers in our generation. And um, same with Jared. I feel like Jared, yeah. Your dog, man. Yeah, he a ooh, dog. Ooh. Like I think it's gonna be hard for anybody to beat Jared if Jared could. Maintain his focus and um, as far as heavyweights, I done seen him in there with Tyson Fury. Like, mm -hmm. I was right there watching the sparring and um, just to see like the level that he's at where he can hold his own against somebody like Fury. And and now, um, I don't think there's no heavyweight out there that can really be him. I think that if it was, the, the biggest fight will be with him and Tyson Fury if mm -hmm. it came down to it, but everybody else. Oh, I think he smoked them. Yeah. No, yeah. It, uh, Jared, Jared's a dog, bro. Like, I wish I was there for that. Spring. I've heard about it. Yeah, it was I was, really I was nice. there. I watched it. <laughs> where I was that to, at? Where, where? It was down here. Oh, um, okay. I don't know where Jim it was. I can't tell you, mm -hmm. but um, it was down here for sure. What's your favorite sparring you've ever seen? Sparring that i ever seen? Mm -hmm. Favorite? Sparring that. Uh, Any wild story? Like, you seen some crazy shit going on? You don't got to say names, but like, seen some crazy sparring, like, oh, shit. I remember watching um, Erickson Lubin spar when I was a little kid. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He sparred uh, Kenny Sims. When I say these dudes was going to war, like, <laughs> they was going to war, like, some crazy, like, I don't know. It was looked like a, a Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, Roberto Duran <laughs> fight number one. <laughs> like, look like them dudes was going to war. But um, er Erickson was a little bit bigger than Kenny at the time, so it was a... Uh, you could you could tell like he had the power difference, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I think that was like one of the good sparrings I've seen. But as far as like, I don't watch Dre and Camp Dre beat people up. Um, Terrence Crawford, mm -hmm. he be knocking people out. <laughs> <laughs> I just seen some uh, great people uh, spar. Yeah. What's uh, the worst sparring you've seen? You do not have to say names, but just describe. It's like describe yo, this, shit is, this shit is trash. <laughs> yeah. Where you were I, just there, like, what the hell am I watching? I mean, I done seen. Uh, I walked in the gym before. I'd have probably done seen two uh, UFC fighters, <laughs> and they done, they just look like they don't know what they doing. Like, I can't say no names, but I done yeah. seen some bad sparring before. Yeah. Oh man, and you know you're very uh, outspoken, right? When you're on Twitter and yeah. stuff like that, like you like to respond to the fans. You like to have a lot of boxing debates, um, or even clap back at people. 
like you're very active on there. How do you feel though when people like try to criticize you on social media and stuff and say like, oh, he's boring or he ain't this, he ain't that? What's how do you feel when people say that? Like, I what's mean, your natural reaction? I really don't care because at the end of the day, um, that's somebody behind a computer or they gonna be right there behind a phone. They won't even if they see me, they won't never say that yep. to my face. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. The same person who would say, oh, you're boring, it'd be the same person to walk up to you like, oh, can I have a picture? Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's like, I can't take them type of dude serious because yeah. you don't even know what side that you're really on. Like, you're probably a fan deep down inside. And for you to come even comment under my pictures every day mm -hmm. or my tweets every day shows that you're really a fan of me, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, nine times out of ten, yeah. you got to be a fan. Like, yeah. I don't or For you to search what I'm saying up every single day, <laughs> come on, bro. Yeah, You're a fan. Or they're projecting their insecurities on you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, but they're yeah. fans. I'm telling you, <laughs> them people that's you. doing yeah. that is fans. Yeah, like, yeah. You're really a fan of me. Like, You hate me so much. and For you to hate somebody that much. And you don't even you, know them. Yeah, and you yeah. don't know them. Yeah. You're a fan. Got to be a fan. What do you think about Tank and Ryan? I think Tank knocks Ryan out. Yeah, I think he sleeps Ryan. Um, Late, I'm thinking Ryan's winning early, and then I think that too. I think, yeah, I think then, Ryan's gonna come out winning, and uh, I think that he's gonna be taller, longer. It's gonna be hard for Tank to get inside. Tank probably gonna be boxing and moving. I think around like five or six, his punches may slow down, and when they slow down, I think Tank gonna capitalize. Yeah, I agree. And one more, Haney Loma. Uh, Devin's too big. Yeah. Like, I think the side... Don't get me wrong. Lemachenko could fight. Mm -hmm. Devin is way out of his weight class. Like, he's going to make 35 and then shoot up to 150, 160, nine times out of 10. And Lemachenko is going to be 137, 138. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it's just not even fair to me. I think that um he's going to kill Lemachenko. For, well, I'll not kill him because I don't think that would be like just beating people up, but he's going to outbox him. Uh, where do you think, uh, you know, when all the dust settles, right, bro? You just now you're in the lightweight division. Where are you going to stand amongst all that? On top. Mm -hmm. I think any division that I go in, I'm standing on top. Um, I went to 126. Um, luckily, I only got to fight for one belt. When I went to 130, we went in for Jamel, took his belt, then – Went to Valdez, who was the number one in the division, smoked him. Any weight class that I go in, I got to go and fight the best of the best. So, um, me, I'm going to be on top mm -hmm. for sure. In another year, um, probably my next fight, nine times out of ten, if I get the opportunity, I'm fighting for the belts. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, and I, I haven't been a fan of this neither, like casual fans would be like, oh, he ain't fighting nobody. Yoshino is... Ranked what, number five on the WBC, and you went through the list of trying to get Isak Cruz. First. You tried to get uh, Zepeda. Zepeda, and then I think Cambosos as well, and none of them wanted it, and he's the next best guy. That's the thing that people don't understand. Like, yes. He's the next best dude that's willing yes. to get in there. What you want me to do? And yes. all the other dudes are all tied up. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, these dudes done fought Isaac Cruz done for a tank. Mm-hmm. Um, Cambos is done for a Devin. It's no reason why they shouldn't get in the ring and fight me. So yeah. mm -hmm. um, I don't get that part. That's the part that I don't get. And I don't get how fans allow them to get away with that. Because if it was me, mm -hmm. say like the shoe was on the other foot 
and say I turned down a fight with a Issa Cruz or one of them dudes, um, I think the fans would drill me. They would drill me. Yeah. They'll be, oh, you're a duck, you're ducking, you scared, scary, Shakur, all that stuff. So I just feel as though like the fans allowing these fighters to get away with this. Um, I can't respect that. That's why I say mm -hmm. it's a backwards game. Like yeah. it's so backwards where yeah. Mayweather got criticized for not fighting Pacquiao for years, but now we see fighters turn down fights. And it's oh, just time. regular. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And it's regular. Like, yeah. there's no backlash from fighters turning down fights. Um, you're going to have a few fans that say you duck, but if we being honest, they're not every two seconds. Oh, Issa Cruz, you yeah. didn't want to fight Shakur. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, Shakur was just going to run and such and such. such. Like, man, it's an shut excuse, up. man. Shut up, dude. Jesus. You just ain't want to fight me, man. <laughs> That's yeah. how I look at it. What's your ultimate goal in the sport? My ultimate goal? Yeah. I think I I want to have a um like I want when I'm older and I'm done boxing like I'm old eighty nine because I'm I'm gonna live a long time for sure <laughs> yeah but when I'm older <laughs> I want um I want to be a, like a a legend like I want to have a legendary name like how Ali was like Ali name is forever gonna be one of the greatest. Like, I want to be that. Like, I want to have that type of legacy where the whole world knew that I was one of the greatest fighters to ever do it. Mm. And kind of surpass that and be a cultural icon, right? Because I feel like that's kind of what yes. you're doing yes. with the stuff that you do in the community and then being with celebrities, you're cementing yourself as a cultural icon. You got that, you got that OVO yeah. logo cool. in your trunks. Yeah, really yeah that's cool. big time. That Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali effect, yeah. I got it. Yeah. yeah. That's, what I, that's what I'm aiming for. Yeah, that's good, that's man. Because there's a lot of people who uh, do this game, and there's like, I just want fame, I just want the money, but like, you want that legacy, you want that cemented. Yeah, yeah. Career. I don't, I don't want to have a full career, and I done done so much in the sport of boxing, and nobody know who I am. Like, or nobody don't really know who I am. I could go to an NBA game, and nobody even recognize who, like, mm -hmm. you know, like that type of stuff. So I want to be. I don't know. I want to be a legend. Like, yeah. I want to be a legend. Like, I want to have that type of legacy. That's real. All right. Can we do a quick game of word association? So we'll, we'll, say the, okay with that? we'll say the name of the word. It's, it's all names. And you just give us your instant reaction. Just the first word that comes to mind. Okay. All right. Tank. Strong. Ryan. Tall. Devin. Boxer. Loma. Matrix. Michael B. Creed. Drake. OVO. All right. Yourself, Shakur. Young Goat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, any final message to the fans before we let you go, champ? Nah, just tune in. Um, April the 8th, I'm going to put on a spectacular performance. I'm going to show out, and uh, I promise y'all it will be an amazing show.